Okay, so, so let's stop. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. Hopefully everything is going well with everyone. And what was I going to say? I have no idea. But this week's episode, I just finished recording a previous episode. And I ended off with giving a shout out to one of my friends who just had his first kid. He said he listened to my podcast, which I was shocked, a little bit excited. But I was just shocked that anybody would listen to me and to begin with. So huge thanks. But it just started getting me thinking about the first year being a dad, first year being a parent, how scary it is, how fun it is. And my parenting journey started with my wife. You know, you got married, had a kid, and boom, you're a parent now. That's how it's supposed to go. My wife had some complications. Her and my son almost died practically. I didn't know what was going on. And my son came out looking like a little monkey. <laughs> and that's a little nickname that he still has now, my little monkey. And but the kids are both little monkeys to me. And even that's so my son, because when he was maybe about a year, maybe two, he had kind of had this like this little little haircut that was going on. It was long, folded off to one side of his face, kind of like a little bob kind of thing. And in the summer, I think I have a picture. He stand out by the door and he just had his diaper, no shirt, no pants. And he looked at the little monkey from Jungle Book. And if you remember the Jungle Book, the cartoon, during the King Louis song, he's uh singing his thing and then one of like the little monkey minions they get up on this little ledge and he starts singing and whistling and doing this little dance and it just reminded me of that and hence why we call him or i call him little monkey kid little monkey man huh but you know as a little baby you look like a little monkey face it sometimes they all do you know what i mean the kids are kids are kids when they come out of the womb you know but as a parent you don't think any of that you just love them and are grateful that they're here now here comes the difficult part, the feeding. If you're fortunate enough to breastfeed, not not you, the dad, obviously, your wife, your partner, your girlfriend, whatever. Or, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say breastfeeding because that's offensive and it should be called chest feeding. Hmm. Think I'm talking shit? Nope. That's actually a thing and you can go look it up yourself. We should not be called, we should not be calling uh, breastfeeding because not only women could have breasts, uh, Welcome to 2022, where words hurt more than actions, and yeah, we're here. So, if I offended you by saying breastfeeding, breast, do I apologize? I think not. But if you like the term chest feeding, whatever, that's on you. But I'm going to say breastfeeding. So, uh, you know, if you're fortunate enough to breastfeed, from what I've been told by my wife, it's, it's real connecting with mom to kid. It's kind of like a, a right to passage. You know, when you're a woman, you get your, I call it womanhood, where, you know, you get your period. It's kind of a rite of passage. Boys have that too with other things. Um, so I guess this is like another one, being able to breastfeed it. Unfortunately, there's some women who just can't do it. Either it just doesn't work or they can't produce anything. Should we take anything away from them? Absolutely not. So, but if you're lucky enough to breastfeed, I've been told that it, it to a certain point, it's great. When I mean to a certain point, because the women are, they're women, they're human. They're not machines or robots where they could just whip out their boob and like, I mean, most of the time they do because that's how they feed their kid. 
but it's not to say that it doesn't hurt. It doesn't feel weird. It doesn't get tiring. You don't get sore because believe me, as a dad, I've, I've heard my wife talk about this tons and tons of times. So what does dads do? Well, there's nothing really you can do. If the wife is exclusively breastfeeding, best thing you could do during feeding time is to get up with her, ask her, do you need any help? Do you need this or that? She says no. Then I guess go back to sleep or, I mean, there's nothing much you can do. Just stay up to be a more supporter. Yeah, you can if you want. Unless he tells you to change the, the kid, burp, you know, go ahead and give a helping hand. But if in some situation, you, all you got to do is be there for more support. Now, if you're feeding formula, that's a different case. You got to get your ass up and help out. No ifs, ands, or buts. And sometimes when you're a hardworking person and you got to go to work early in the morning, there's some leeway, there's some cut that your partner won't give you. They'll be like, you know what? You got to wake up, go back to sleep. That does happen, believe it or not. But if you have the first few weeks off, if you're able to take a month off, that's the time you get your ass up and help out, you know? Don't want to be uh, a deadbeat dad, if I want to say that. You know, but we we just breastfed the well, we just breastfed. My breastfed the kids um, as much as she could. And when she was out to work, if she didn't have enough milk or have milk frozen for the kid, well, they got formula. Nothing wrong with that either. I know there's some moms, some parents out there that freak out at the, the part about formula. But I mean, I took it. I'm okay, I guess. And if I was able to take it, then my kids were able to take, you know, something like that. But it's no shame. Yes, the kids get fuller a little bit faster with formula. They sleep longer. That's one thing that they don't tell you about. When you breastfeed, the kids are constantly up eating because that breast milk just goes through the body. It doesn't keep them as full as much. But the formula kids, I've been told especially now, they stay to sleep longer. And if you're a parent kind of new, in the first few months trying to get that night's rest, you're not. You're absolutely not. My boy didn't sleep till the night maybe a year or two, maybe two years. So he finally slept through the night. And my girl was a little bit, strangely enough, she was a little bit more quicker. It seemed like she slept through the night faster than Max. And they always say like girls are much easier to raise, which that's a mix. Some things, yes. Some things, no. Some things, it's an old wives tale. It's just folklore. For the most part, it's wild either way. (laughs) But with the feeding, all the stuff, your emotions come into play. I know for women, they get postpartum and every woman's different. They may have it in certain different ways. And as for us dads, it's important to let them know that they're not alone and they have you for no matter what they need. I mean, though, you might be scared too. You might be nervous. You might be anxious. Talking to the dads one-on-one now, you got to bury those feelings inside for at least a year. You really do. Because postpartum is no joke. Think of it as a big, big hardened depression that a woman goes through after, after giving birth. And there, are, there have been some cases where the postpartum is so deep where woman kills herself and the baby. So obviously we don't want these, these situations to get out of hand to like that. So it's important for us dads to just be there for the wife, be there for her, no matter as much as you can. And then your anxiety. And I know I talk a lot about expressing yourself, but I guess I really didn't know this until I was in that position myself. I didn't know this until my wife told me she was suffering from it until my wife told me that even though she knew that I had her I mean, she had me to, you know, help her out and everything like that. And she still, she still went through it. And as a, as a, a spouse, husband, father, hearing that, you don't want the person you love, the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, to having to hear that. Especially me, I, 
been through depression and certain thoughts in my life. And I hear my wife having to kind of recite what I was feeling. I know that feeling. It's not a very good feeling. So it's one of these things where, yes, you got to kind of bite your tongue for a little bit. And then when the right time, you could start releasing these little bit of these uh, feelings via talking to your, your wife, girlfriend, whatever, right? But it's very important for us that, and it's very important for us to actually develop a bond with these kids. And I never wanted to be that dad who, when he held the kid, the kid didn't recognize him or wasn't comfortable with him. I wanted my kids to love me every single second that I was holding them. And I think for the most part, they were. I know for a while, my son Max couldn't sleep on his back or out of my arms. So there's actually pictures of me. And I remember this so vividly. We would sleep sitting up. I would literally prop myself up on the pillows and have him sleep on my chest because he couldn't sleep any other way. This kid is still picky. I should have known when he started doing that that he was going to be a picky kid. And he sure is. He gets that from his parents. We're both picky in our own certain ways. And we look back on it and it's laughable. You mean you love these kids. But going through it, a little bit different. A little bit stressful. But you got to keep this in mind. The first year, it's a roller coaster. You're never going to get this first year back. You're never going to get that kid turning five months again. You're never going to be six months again. And so on and so on and so on. Never going to drink formula for the first time. Never going to drink a bottle for the first time. Never going to first have breast milk for the first time. So it's all these little one-offs that you got to remember and enjoy. And if you just have a kid right now, freshly brand new, weeks, maybe a month, there's still time to prepare yourself for what's going to happen. And nothing's big going to happen to like, you know, you got to be in shock. But it's a lot of the joys that, you know, as dads, as men, we're not supposed to get excited because that's the conception of hiding our feelings. But I say BS to that. And if you want to get excited, guess what? You jump up in the air and you scream and you get excited. Because there's nothing like seeing your kid sit up for the first time. Nothing like seeing your kid prop up its own bottle for the first time. Smiling. Hearing his name, their name. I'm not saying there for the pronoun sake of like not assuming one's gender. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I say there for either the boy or the girl. I don't know what you have. I don't know what you're going to have. I'm just talking in that sense. So if you think I'm being a woke justice warrior, I, I'm not. I'm just talking. And I know that's, that's hard for some people to realize or think that everything has to be corrected and auto-filled. But this is just how I talk. So don't get too excited. I was just, I was just saying a word, <laughs> but seeing them be able to sit up, being able to crawl, take their first steps. It's something that something goes off in your brain where you didn't realize how excited you could be for one little thing that we all do. We've all sat up. We all learned to walk and do this, do that. But to be in that moment, seeing something come out of you, come from you, that's at times it's kind of hard to comprehend that, think that. The biological sex nine months later outgrew this thing that's now you're either son or daughter. Now they're finally evolving to where they're walking. You being able to see that, you just being in this moment exact now, thinking about humans in the past and what they've been through, the accomplishment accomplishments, the deceptions, the wars, the peace, everything like that. And all that just goes all up in the air because you're watching your you're watching yourself grow up. These kids are us. 
Yes, they're going to develop their own personalities and everything when they get older, but they, they are us. You're literally watching yourself learn to walk from the first time. Learn to call from the first time, saying its first words. It's a huge mind-bending experience. And sometimes we'll take this for granted. We, some, somebody's going to take this for granted and not really think about it. But it's a huge impact on our lives. And I think once you get to those moments, it cements more in your mind that, you know what? You're a parent. You're in this now. There's no way out of it. And I know there's cases where the dads leave, the parents leave, the moms are just scumbags or the dads too. No, 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 no. In this moment, you love your kid, you're there for your kid, you work hard for your kid, and you're seeing them. Sorry if you can hear that, those are the fireworks, but edit that out. But you're seeing them propel on this. It's a gratifying feeling. It's a feeling of love, excitement, joy. And it's kind of like disbelief, but you, you can't believe that you're actually seeing this with your own eye. And that's one of those small things that they don't prepare you for when you're becoming a parent for the first time. They don't prepare you for these little joys and heartaches. The first year should have its own manual of how-tos, but I don't think you should. If you have help from people, take it. <laughs> if you live with your parents, which before used to be a little bit of a taboo thing, you know, you're living with your parents, with your kids. and But now with prices, rents, and bills, and everything like that, if you live with your parents, with your kids, more power to you now because shit's getting crazy with these rent. So if you're in that position where you have some help, your grandma's able to watch the kid, you know, soak it all in. Share these moments with them. I mean, me and my wife, it was just us in this place. We didn't have any visitors or any kind of help from the family. But I'm sure if we had, you know, let's say like a grandma or an aunt or somebody living with us and being able to share that experience with them, it would, it would be, it'd be fun. So if you're in that situation, share these moments with them. It's, it's exciting. And you're basically copies of them too. So why not? Right. But the first year is so great. And then what happens after the year, then they don't stop growing. It's like they're a year, they're 10 months. Oh, they start walking. It's nice. But once they get to that year mark, they, it seems like they just don't look back. My kids are already five, going to be six, and three, going to be four. Who does that? Who becomes six and four? Why? They, they, don't need, they just need to be little babies their whole lives, and they don't need to grow up, and they don't need to know nothing else, and that's it. Right? That would be an ideal kind of wishful thing. But you know, kids grow up, and time's a bitch, and they grow up fast. So if you're a parent in that first year, try to keep things slow and just think about every single day that passes. Because once that year mark, it's just really a rocket ship into them growing up. So if in your first year, you're scared, it's all natural. Being scared, being worried, thinking about your life, being selfish, it's all normal. Now you may think, like, how are you going to be selfish? Well, I was selfish too. I, before my son was born, I was scared because I never shared my life with anybody. And yeah, I had my, my girlfriend, my wife, my, my girlfriend that now is my wife. You know what I mean? That's what I was trying to say. My wife, you share your life with them, right? 
you love them, you do anything you, you can for them. You want to grow up with them, but it's, you still have your life. You're still sharing your life with your, your partner. But when you have a kid, it's like, you're not alone now in this, this universe. They are, they come from you. They grow from you. And I was scared that I've been through 27 years, 26, 27 years of my life by myself in a sense. And now in a few weeks, I was going to share this with, with this kid, this person who I never met before. I've been told he's growing in my, my wife's belly, but I haven't met him. Haven't really seen him. Don't know who he is. And I got scared. I was scared that it wasn't going to be me by myself anymore. It wasn't just going to be me living my life just to live it. I was being selfish because I, I felt like I was, I felt guilty thinking like that. But once you, once you see that kid for the first time, that all goes away. You can think about those thoughts that you've had and think about how ridiculous they were. But to actually think about like that, it goes away. Now, instead of being scared or worried, they're going to share this life with this person. Now you're excited and looking forward to sharing your life with these kids. And I'm pretty sure if you have a kid over one, two, maybe. I don't know about you, but I feel like I've, I've known these kids my whole life. Everything that I was before as a kid, as an adult, they all feel, they feel so, so familiar. And I might have told you about that deja vu thing that I had. That when I was younger, I've had a dream where I kind of seen the back of my kids, kind of like that movie Inception. But when I've had this deja vu event, it made me think about that dream that I've had. And it was all too eerie. And it kind of, that was kind of a sign for me to say like, you know what? You've been living with them your whole life. You just didn't know it. So it's one of those loves and appreciations that, you know, it just happens to you when you're, when you're a parent. So thanks again for listening to this whole, <laughs> this new episode. And if you're a parent, more power to you. Don't run away from the feelings. Embrace everything that comes with being a parent. Embrace these kids. Embrace the help. Embrace your friends. Um, we're all in this world together. So there's no need to us feel like we're by ourselves. We're, we're not. So thanks again for listening for another week. And until next time.